Today is Gerard. What's going on, everyone? So today we are going to talk about passions, passions outside of the weight room, all of our passions that we have. So, you know, uh, it's interesting because we all have different things that we're interested in. Like I like sports and music and a whole lifting, and you may like not sports, not music, and not lifting, and that's totally okay. We all have our own things that we're into. Uh, so that's what makes it really interesting, but we're going to talk about the difference of like passions, like healthy passions, what makes a passion unhealthy, what makes it healthy, uh, you know, what happens when you lose those passions, getting back to those passions that you've lost and, you know, developing new passions and just kind of getting into new more stuff. And I think this is super relevant now because of, you know, what we're dealing with, with the coronavirus situation is that. A lot of us lifting, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, lifting is probably some form of like really important passion to you to some level. And now, granted, we're recording this weeks in advance, so we don't actually know when this releases, what the current state will be. So gyms might be open by that point in time, but they might not be. So I'm just going to assume that they're not like they haven't been for the last two months. And so for a lot of us that we don't, you know, we have these huge passions with lifting being one of them. When the gym like gets removed like this, like, you know, it really makes you wonder like, damn, what do you do outside of that? And that's where these, (laughs) these other passions come in. Um, I will say though, like one of the coolest things, not that like gyms being closed is cool because it is not, I hate it, but I understand. Um, one of the coolest things that I've seen out of all of this though, Gerard, I don't know if you feel the same way, but seeing how creative everybody has been got like has gotten. I mean, there's people that I like know from gyms that I train at that have built their own like power rack out of like wood and like cement and Yeah. That's dedication. Like, you know, I thought I was dedicated and then I see some stuff like that and I'm like, Yeah, nah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not on that level of dedication. But that's okay. Like I'm okay with that. No, definitely. I think that's one beautiful thing that we have been able to see with just, you know, the limited resources of, you know, weight rooms being closed is that, you know, people are able to take these passions for fitness and, you know, get creative and actually, you know, rather than just, you know, falling away from them and, and like maybe slipping down into bad habits, they're, you know, they're, they're being mindful. They're trying to do something with what they've got. And I know personally myself, I've had to get real creative with my at home workouts. Um, and, you know, utilizing just like what I can as like, textbooks and and stuff for weights or like to put my heels up on for elevated squats and uh at home pull-up bars and just uh there's always something that you can you can uh do especially when you have a passion for it and so real quick i'd love to just read off you know the definition of passion is a strong feeling or emotion and so that, that that speaks so true. I mean, you can be passionate about so many different things, but like, 
it's interesting when you have initial start, a birth of a, a passion. Oh yeah, you know, oh, better than that. Yeah, that, that first like once you get into something, it's then like that passion starts dying off when shit either starts getting hard, or it just gets really monotonous and it's not as enjoyable anymore. So that's why when you see, like see people that are like doing the same things year after year and they're still passionate about it, you're like, damn, that's sick because. I realize like that shit fades real fast. So if you're still doing it because you love it, like you really love that shit. And that's great. Exactly. And I think that's so much of, you know, what goes into a passion is what do you get out of it? What what joy does it bring you? What intrinsic value does it bring out of you? And so I it's interesting how for me a lot of times a passion that I've had oftentimes when it may feel lost, it actually gets birthed into another. So that's what sports was for me. When I was, you know, growing up, I did judo. Um, that was something my dad did and we got into the club and that was like kind of one of my major first sports I did be on the mat, learning the different throws and techniques. And our club got canceled. Unfortunately, it was a real big bummer, but what did that do? It opened my eyes up to wrestling. So then I wrestled in high school and that became a new passion and that burst into, you know, wanting to get into strength training because we neglected strength training and wrestling. And what did that turn into? Powerlifting and powerlifting becomes this huge passion. We'll even get into unhealthy passions or healthy passions that become unhealthy passions. And so what, what happens now? I didn't do that much cardiovascular training, so now I'm kind of into that outside of powerlifting. But we're going to get into some ones as well that, you know, aren't directly fitness related because you do need recovery time. You need things that are going to keep you interested outside of just training. And so, Austin, uh, tell me about some of the ones you do because if some people might know. Austin is quite the musician and is becoming one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do a lot. Uh, I think it actually like people would be surprised at like how many, how much stuff I do. Um, I know a lot of times I get comments from people like, how do you do all that? And it's like, I don't know. Like I just do it. Right. Like, but so some of the things that I'm passionate about, obviously like I'm passionate about lifting um, that, that shows if you've followed me on Instagram or know me, you know that I've become the lifting guy for a little bit now. Uh, but I'm also super, super passionate about music and I always have been I mean ever since I was like 16 15 I you know you would catch me driving to metal shows I mean back if if anybody knew me in high school and you're listening to this like you remember when I drove the minivan and almost like literally every other week we would pack that minivan up and drive down to Lancaster or up to Allentown for a metal show like I was just always you could always find me that I probably had like enough band shirts to make it an entire month with everything i was just obsessed with it i you know started teaching myself how to play guitar and i got really into it played in like you know garage band style stuff in like high school but then i got to college and you know i wasn't really like lifting at the time like i was super into sports and my music but then like you go to college and you can't really be like playing electric guitar as the metal head you are you know, I had a half stack. So for you, you guys that don't know, it's like a four by 12 cab with speakers and then a, an amp head. And that shit was loud, loud. I can't take that to college. No way. I can't play that in the dorms. So I go to college and like that passion kind of died just because I didn't really have the means to be able to play the way that I wanted to play. 
And for me, it just wasn't interesting because like, I still, even to this day, if I can't like get the guitar tones or sounds that I want, my desire to play is greatly diminished because it's not to the way that I want it or like the sound or the way that I want to hear it. You know, my sound doesn't sound that way. So like, it just, that's what happened with me when I got to college. So like music, I mean, I'm still super, had been still super passionate about it, but I just wasn't playing it and I missed it, but it was just, it just didn't logically make a lot of sense. And then it got to a point in time where I actually sold a lot of like almost everything I own except for one guitar to help pay for like college stuff. And like not a day goes by that. I do not regret that one a little bit. Um, Cause I had a lot of equipment and you know, but then I really started getting into lifting and it transitioned into, so now all this passion, you know, got transitioned into lifting and so then I get super into, you know, the lifting and then I start getting, I mean, if you listen to the nutrition episode from last week, you know, you learn how I get into supplements, the supplements being from the DMAA and all that. I took a fat burner one time in college and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I was like, I want to learn all about it. And I'm like, when I want to learn something, I don't just like, oh, let me just go read a Wikipedia link and like learn it. I like, I need to learn everything there is to learn. So I get like super obsessed with learning about things. So I guess I'm also passionate about learning too. Right. But it's just one of those things that it just snowballed into this other huge level. And like, I'm still passionate about subs. Like I love subs. I love making subs. It's like cool, you know, supplements I think are great, but they're not everything. Neither is lifting. Um, you know, so it's just, everything just kind of snowball through to like one thing. It was almost like one thing falls out of my life. I mean, I've always been passionate about sports. Like, huge baseball fan like if anybody you know me you know i love the mets and like i don't like that i like the mets sometimes because they're heartbreakers but you know i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't trade it you know i mean like i'm ironically wearing an orioles hat but it's because i live in baltimore don't judge me <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. you know like i love the mets like i'm super passionate about baseball like hockey football like super passionate about it and you know it's just all these different outlets of different things that i enjoy that you know add extra value to my life in some way shape or form but i don't identify each you know one of them or any one particular of them as of like making up my entire value of my life Ooh, i think that's it's super important because that kind of goes into when a healthy passion becomes an unhealthy passion oh, and yeah. that's totally it like when you have something that you are so consumed with you identify with that is your entire you being which you know for me personally that became powerlifting at one point and then what happens the second is taken away or you don't feel like you're able to perform it or do it at its highest value bang now you start devaluing yourself and you no longer have a passion you actually have a disinterest in this and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it kind of goes into what we say a loss of a passion can blossom into another one and so it's good to have a broad spectrum of passion. Be interested in a lot of stuff, you know. They always say a uh, uh, jack of all trades, and you can you can, you can do that. And you know, also yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, really find that you might actually be really interested in something that you just had to give a little more time. But when you com- are completely consumed with just one aspect, one passion, that's great until it's not there anymore. And then you start to realize, oh, what do I do? And so I know for me, some of my uh, 
uh, unhealthy passions that were definitely like early my earlier days were video games and you know drinking going out getting caught up in the mix and it's kind of crazy like i don't even call like those passions they're just like things you kind of you do and you get into and you try to find a sense of enjoyment from but i definitely noticed like video games for me huge passion i love them. Uh, my friends are on we're all getting on some i've you know done since growing up but i started to realize like what is the value that I'm getting out of it? And so one thing I do now is if I'm on, I am playing, I decide, okay, take a little bit of my time out of the day to enjoy this. I don't play them throughout the week, weekends only, and I set a timer. I check that timer. So then I, you know, my whole day doesn't become devoted to what I consider that unhealthy passion. I can now kind of be more mindful in what I'm doing and so set up so I can get into some of those other quote unquote healthy passions like reading, you know, studying, getting into some material that maybe I, you know, haven't put as much time or invested in. So Austin, what are some of, you know, the unhealthy passions that you've noticed in your life? Uh, All right. That's a hard question to ask. <laughs> well, it's, it's not so much that it's a hard question to ask as it is like the answers like punches me in the face. And yeah. <laughs> it describes my love hate relationship with powerlifting. Um, so true powerlifting is and was uh it's not as bad now it's not as bad now um but it was bad because you know once i got into powerlifting i like i don't just do things to just do them like i want to be good at them and so like every time i'd hit a pr now like this is a whole different conversation on its own but like you know i idolize dan green Right. So like every time I would compete, every time I hit a PR, I'd be happy for about five seconds. Could be like, yeah, just squatted 500 for the first time ever. And then I'm like, but Dan Green squats like 700, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I'm not good enough yet because I'm not squatting like that. Like I wanted to be Dan Green so bad. But now I realize, obviously, like I was making a comparison. So comparison on its, you know, when the moment you start comparing yourself to other people, that's where it's all over. Um, and now yeah. it'll be great because. You're just not going to be that person because you're your own unique, special person in all the best ways. But that, that's the thing. It's like, but that created like a super unhealthy passion for me. So like powerlifting became super toxic because I was always chasing something, but no matter what I did, I could have an awesome day, awesome lift. Nothing was ever good enough because I, yeah. I needed to be the best and I wasn't the best or I needed to be among the elites and I wasn't among the elites. The only time that I ever actually got to a level where I'm like, oh, I'm actually kind of getting up there is when I didn't care what happened because it was just like, hey, have fun. Like, just do it for the sake of lifting. When I let powerlifting become the only thing, because that's what happened. Like, powerlifting became my life when it became my life. And that was the thing that I identified with. Like, I was a powerlifter through and through. Like, you know, I'm eating whatever I want. Just get big, get strong doesn't care the only thing that matters is how much you're benching squatting and deadlifting on a daily basis and it just became super toxic for me and created an, like a, a mindset and an environment for me that was just toxic and awful and it just like made my it made lifting so enjoyable unenjoyable for me yeah uh, so like you know when you just i think that it goes to show because this can happen with anything 
it doesn't have to be lifting for you. It could be, it could be music. It could be like, maybe you're an artist and you paint, like it could be something like that. Like the moment you turn it into something that where you're not just doing it for fun anymore. Like, you know, for me, lifting like is fun. You know, that's, that's why we all started like getting, getting into it. It's like seeing yourself progress and getting stronger, you know, and like making all these changes and getting better, like is fun. Like doing that, hitting a PR, like, like, oh yeah, like I just did that. that. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's fun. But the moment you start making it your life, that's when it starts to not become so fun anymore. And that's when it exactly. starts really And that's when it really, like things really start to become like unhealthy. But I mean, but there's other like aspects of like passions that are like unhealthy. And I mean, that would be like, I know Gerard mentioned that he, you know, used to like go out a lot and like party and all that. I mean, I guess that's like different. Like, I don't know, like is going out and partying like really like a specific passion or is that just like doing the cool thing to do? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking about too, is, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe at the moment you're doing it, it's kind of perceived as a passion or a hobby or just, you know, getting caught up in the mix, but it's, it's, does it bring you with the definition really as a strong feeling or emotion? It might in the moment when you're getting caught up in it, but is it coming from like an intrinsic place of value, like where you're getting a sense of progress or a sense of fulfilling enjoyment? And so that's why I really think like uh, video games, especially for me, were like an unhealthy passion. Because I love them. They're so fun to play and you get instant gratification. But I also realized how they can just be devaluing. And, and you know, I, I hate to say that I ever identified with, you know, video games, but there's definitely a, a time and place where they took up too much because of, you know, their Instagram gratification, the reward of them. And, and so I like, I think there's, we really hit the hit it right there with powerlifting because there's the nature of that sport. It's so great. It's so amazing. And it can, it can do so much for you, but it also is, it's because of the dedication it takes, it becomes very consuming and it's very easy to build an identification off of it. And this is, you know, not just that, it's a lot of things. If you identify with, you know, what you're trying to make your career, your job, uh, all just anything. And that's all it is. It's going to start devaluing and you're going to eventually get to a place where, this is no longer bringing you a sense of reward, fulfillment, of joy, of a strong feeling or emotion. It might be a negative emotion, yeah. and then that's when it's becoming an unhealthy passion. And so getting back to a loss of a passion, how that isn't necessarily bad. This is kind of interesting one for me. Um one thing I used to really be passionate about was comic books. I love comics, Marvel, DC all different types of characters, especially like a uh, shout out to Spider-Man, Wolverine, Spider-Man. all those guys. I know uh, Spider-Man's Austin's favorite, uh, favorite dude. It's Peter Parker was my man growing up. And I think the reason they have such a strong place in my heart is because my mom knew I always had trouble reading growing up. And so she got them so she could try to help my reading ability. And it worked. It, it did a really good job. Um, and so then I was able to branch into more traditional reading for schoolwork and stuff. And I got away from the comic books, you know, you know, growing up, it's too old to read comics, yada, yada, yada. And it was crazy. In like the past year, I found 
a growing passion for them again and seeing their value and seeing, you know, what they did for me and just to be able to enjoy them again. And also how that then has also pushed my passion for reading. I always struggled with reading. Reading was seen as a chore or something you had to do only for school. And now I look forward to every time I get into reading. And so reading has become a passion again. Uh, and it's interesting to notice we've had talks, me and Austin, when reading does feel like a chore. It's like, oh, I didn't get through my chapters. Crap, I didn't, you know, get through this much. And that's that's when we have to kind of help each other recognize that, oh, whoa, whoa, it's okay. We'll get to those things. You know, we don't have, we, it, it's, it's all right if we don't. We don't have to identify with those. Yeah, I know. I try to... Personally, I, I shoot for 10 pages a day. Similarly to uh, Gerard, I, I used to read all the time when I was younger. And, you know, the point where I got away from reading was when I started playing video games. Now, like Now that I think about it, um, you know, that's when I really started to get away from reading. I mean, I have so many books or had so many books that like I read, like you'd catch me reading like this, like I remember this one, like Civil War book. Uh, it was super interesting. I, I still remember super random facts about it now, but you know, it's just I used to read so much, and then, but similarly to guitar, all these like former passions are just working their way back. Uh, you know, and now it's like, but I enjoy them way more now. Like I enjoy reading way more now because I'm reading for fun because I just I want to read things that I'm interested in that I enjoy, and I make it interesting for me. But like you know, I I shoot to read at least ten pages a day. Uh, depending on how big the chapter is, like if I pick up the book and I'm like, I'm in it and I'm like, okay, cool. I got a chapter down. If I can, maybe sometimes I'll get more down, but there's also some days where like, I pick up a book and I start reading and I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, right now is just not, I just can't focus or like right now this is just not it. And it's like, all right, like, you know, and then I like beat myself up about it and I'm like, no, you just need to chill down because I think at some points I get too attached to like the oh, like, you need to read that chapter. No, you don't. Like, it's okay. Like, you have to, like, read because you enjoy it. Don't force yourself to do it. Because if you're forcing yourself to doing it, then it's not even fun anymore. You're exactly. It's stemming into that unhealthy passion. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's almost like you can't even say it's a loss of a passion. It's a loss in the moment where it's no longer, you know, you know, necessarily bringing that, you know, value, that reward. And sometimes it's outside of just the disinterest. One of my greatest passions ever is woodworking. I love woodworking. It's something I did for four years in high school as an elective. And I got really, really good with it, you know, Adirondack chairs, cabinets, everything. I still have that knowledge and skill set. It's just a lack of the tools and space to do them. Similar to how you are with your guitar equipment going to college. It's like, where am I going? to do this oh you need to be studying focusing on other stuff it's more important so now i've had this growing desire to get back into woodworking get back into this passion um and another thing i think is good is is to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and find things that might actually be new passions and so for me those two things have been i took a before all of this you know you know quarantine went on and obviously that's going on uh but i took uh a dance lesson traditional dance lesson <laughs> we're talking rumba cha-cha uh the waltz um and uh the bachata man oh boy did i look awkward out there and it was it was really like unsettling at first 
but the second I was able to just kind of let myself be there and realize, you know, I'm learning something, I got a little passion for it. I got a little interest. Um, and swimming has been the other one. Swimming for me has always been a challenge, something that I struggled with. And just because of that, it, may, it gives me that much more reason to want to get better at it, to want to see progress. There's another thing that was just, you know, bring me a lot of sense of reward as I, as I got through it more. And unfortunately, both of those have kind of come to a halt with all these things going. But rather than getting caught up in that, and I'm sad. Well, that's why it's led to you. Yeah. yeah. It's important to have multiple it, passions or like different, you know, to be to be a little bit more like well-versed or, you know, well-rounded in that you're interested in other things, because then I'm sure this is going through with like a lot of people right now, you know, the people that truly only identify with the gym and the gym is their only passion. Well, guess what? The gym's gone now. Yeah. Now what? What? Now, like, what do you do? You know? And so that's why I'm thankful that I'm like, there's other things that I'm interested in. Like I've been taking this time to take guitar lessons and like, do a whole bunch of other stuff like you know and gerard's been taking time to like read more and study more for like real estate stuff learn more on like the financial end of the spectrum so it's like you know we've both taken this time and we're like okay i mean like yeah this sucks but like there's other stuff that we now have time to do that we're like really passionate about so like i'm kind of stoked because now i get to do that more and it made me realize wow that was actually like i really like doing this and it's really important to me to keep this as a part of my life so I'm going to, you know, when all of this is over, I'm going to figure out a way to schedule my days better or however I need to do it to keep myself being able to do this. Yeah, I think that's so true, man. And even related more specifically just to fitness with us losing the gyms, I love some of the creative at-home workouts I've had to do and being able to, you know, find a way to keep those and integrate those because had the gyms not closed, I probably would have never done you the amount of push-ups or pull-ups or, you know, hill sprints, yard sprints, or, you know, hiking up a mountain, if you just saw the Instagram story. And so it's like, I, those are things I want to keep doing. I actually really enjoyed those. And also, you know, like you say, finding a way, we'll even get into, you know, some later episodes, you know, how do you schedule your time around training and getting your sessions in? And uh, just being able to set your days up for that, because that's a really challenging thing, especially I don't know about some of you, but I do. I work uh, eight to five. I'm exhausted after five. So but there's always a way you can you can arrange and get get something in and to find a way to continue doing these passions. So also, what are some of your new passions, man? We mentioned guitar. But like, what are you what are, what are you getting into right now? So it actually goes a little further than just guitar um you know i'm actually i fully intend to make and record music uh so if, yeah, that's if, awesome. if you're a metalhead keep keep your ears open for that uh i just need to figure out I, currently i've been messing around with my i bought an audio interface which is kind of what's facilitating doing this whole podcast in the first place but i'm also trying to play my guitar into my computer through various amp plugins and I've been troubleshooting the issues because I have not been getting the sounds or the connections that I want to be getting. So I've been actually learning a lot and it's actually delved deeper into me learning about audio recording, me mi like mixing, you know, all the different types of equipment, like mics, placements of these things. Like 
the type of equipment like for your setups like okay well obviously i'm having electrical issues so how do i fix those issues so that they don't affect my audio sounds and it's been forcing me to learn a whole lot of like really interesting things but i've also been like taking that into okay well like more specifically with guitars like how can i change certain things about the guitars maybe change certain pickups certain equipment to elicit more favorable tones for what i'm looking for or you know sounds whatever um you know and with taking lessons so i've really been like diving deeper into that as well as just i mean reading in general but it's been real it's been really really interesting because every day i learn something i'm like oh wow this is so crazy i don't understand <laughs> but then i take the time to like read it and learn it and it's been getting better i've been learning a lot i mean there's still so much to learn i think it would be really cool though one day i would like to and i plan to you know record not not just me record but like actually get into like mixing and hopefully producing of like songs and albums i think i think that'd be so freaking cool that does man that sounds like an awesome passion i have no doubt that like you're gonna keep doing that and getting through that uncomfortableness that uh, that initial you know oh, yeah. phase where you are learning something new yeah, i have conversations with like people that have been playing guitar for like i mean i've been playing for like eight nine years but most of it was like self-taught and they'll like say something like uh what was that and they'll be like you know what this is i was like i do not and it's like wow i kind of feel like at times i like feel like i'm like real dumb but it's like you know you would have never known that if you did exactly learn it or study it in the first place so i'm just getting caught up now yeah, and, and people who listen to this are, you know, you know, fitness interested, you know, gym junkies, guys who just remember where you were first at when you first picked up the weights and how unfamiliar that felt. Or if you're getting into it right now and it feels really awkward and unfamiliar or you're having, you know, challenges with it, know that that is just an initial stage of uncomfortableness. And that's because you're learning, you're growing. And through repetition, not just in the weight room, through repetition and your the material you're reading, <laughs> the guitar you're playing, anything you do, just through continuing repetition, you will grow a familiarity with it and you can keep that passion alive. So some new passions for me, I've always uh, really wanted to get more in business, especially with, you know, Iron Breed and, you know, taking it to the places it needs to go. Best thing, I currently work in real estate, so that's always something I, you know, want to broaden my uh, knowledge on further, seeing as I'm very new in that as well. Language and cultures, man, I've always failed at learning a language, especially throughout school. And so I, I try to take at least to get a little time every morning and devotes to uh, uh it's, it's in between japanese and spanish not seeing as much progress as i want to but it's that initial initial phase i know and so uh, those have been some fun things for me man and uh i think the biggest thing is just you know recognize what is a healthy and a healthy passion if it is a healthy passion recognize when it starts to fall into an unhealthy pattern and do you identify with your passions yeah, that's so important. Uh, you know, what we identify with and what we choose to, you know, make our identity, you know, it's all kind of like how we perceive things. And so when you, you know, only have that one thing, and this is where I think like, you know, kind of circling back on where I think people are really like really having these problems right now with like gyms being closed is that they only identify with lifting in their lives so then when you take that away it's like damn now what and it's probably leaving 
you know, people with a whole lot of uncomfortable situations that they got to sit and work through uh, to f- figure out like, well, shit, like when you take away lifting, like, what do I have? That's why I think it's like so important to have something outside of lifting because the way that you're lifting now, you know, you're not going to be able to lift like that forever. And that's one of those things that I've actually like realized. And that's what kind of what got me more into music is like, yeah, I might be strong, like really, really strong now, but like, you can't tell me in 20 years, I'm going to be lifting the same way. You know, I mean, hell, I might have two completely fake knees by then. So I I, I hope not. I'm not going to say that it's not possible. Uh, So it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, what you're doing now may not always be forever. So it's not bad to have a secondary interest or something else. Like for me, I realized at some point lifting and bodybuilding powerlifting is not going to be my number one focus in my life anymore. And it'll smoothly transition into recording music and doing all that stuff. Cause I think it's fun. Exactly. And who knows, there's going to be so many other things that could come about and, and, you know, either losses of current passions like we kind of talked about or blossoming into other ones. I think really, if you can take anything away from this podcast is be passionate, have a lot of interests, pursue things that, you know, you know, make you feel good. They give you that strong feeling of emotion. It's like the stuff that like makes life worth living. You know, that's so true. So much negatives and bad stuff going on that like just find stuff that you like that makes you happy and just do it. And like, who cares if you like it? That's all that matters. That's so true, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. That just find something that you're passionate about. I'm passionate that you find something you're passionate about. (laughs) it's true though though, you know what i mean like i love like i love having conversations with people where it's you know they might be super passionate about painting and it's like now i may not know a damn thing about how to paint other than maybe some like bob ross videos i watched and like hey that cloud looks pretty happy to me or like no mistakes happy accidents right but like you know i it's different because when when someone's passionate about something you can tell that they are and their face lights up and the way they talk about it, you know, their, their hand gestures, everything. And they're like, man, that's like seeing people that are passionate about shit makes me excited because I'm like, I may not like be a fan of it or support it or like necessarily even like it, but I'm like, you're super passionate about it. I'm like, that's rad. And I'm about that. So like, I'm passionate about people being passionate. So like, you know, Hey, drop a comment. What are you passionate about? You want to know, you know, everybody's so different. What, what are your things that you're into? You know, maybe there'll be something new that we learn that we can check out. Maybe I want to be a cook now. I'm not sure. Like, but somebody <laughs> has a really awesome food Instagram page, you know, drop your link in the bio or in the comments. Let us know and be like, wow, that's pretty dope. Maybe I should like learn to cook like that. Could be my next passion. So I don't know. Let us know. What do you think? I definitely think you should do that. If you find this interesting, we want to know your passions. We want to know what's getting you out there, what's making you interested, and how you've been creative in these hard times. What passions have you found during, you know, quarantine and and being able to get through challenging times and difficult situations and just, you know, really focus on what is what are your healthy passions? What are your unhealthy passions? And what do 
you identify with. As always, you can reach us on the Iron Breed Performance Instagram. The link will be in the uh, bottom, I believe. And awesome, give them your Instagram one last time. You can find me at the underscore Zekman. And you can find me at G-E-R-A-R-D-L-E-T-E-N-D-R-E. That's Gerard Letendra. Yes, right. The Frenchman. You'll see a big red beard. Captain Redbeard. You know, <laughs> another Redbeard from Mont Cayman. He's a good guy. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure, as always. Drop some things you want to hear about in the comments or in the DMs. Uh, either way, we appreciate your support. And thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thank you.